Hi there, this is Erin Nicole, and you're listening to the Move Happy Movement Podcast. On this show, I interview people from all over the world. Lately, I've been doing a lot of sermons that the Holy Spirit equips me with. He gives me the title, interrupts my day. I say, please do, because he leads my life. Our deity that we worship in our household is the Holy Trinity, Father of all of us, His Son, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. And then uh, sometimes I share music with you that I create or that ties in to the topic and I sing a little bit for you. I was reviewing my last episode to make sure these uh, naughty little tech spies in their basements of their parents' bedrooms <laughs> and their parents probably pay their rent and they uh, mess in with my tech sometimes. Sometimes it might be a, a, a flubber of my words but there's some some apps out there that can modify and edit your wording using your own sound tonalities, even on a video. All they have to do is type it into their program that they pay monthly fee on, and they can literally change the shape of your mouth. So don't believe what you see or hear online. Uh, so I do have to edit um, 18 years. It wasn't 18 months of struggling from the previous episode. So I said I heard myself say 18 months. And then 18 years, so we're just so we're on the same page. I was struggling for 18 years with suicidal ideations, and the Holy Spirit healed me completely of it. As I was reviewing that, I sat down in nature. You might hear some some creatures. Those all natural sounds. It's really good to get in the woods if you have access to the woods, or if you can uh, drive or take a bus or train or boat to get in nature. We encourage you to do it. I'm grateful for all the people that have developed this place. Uh, it is wheelchair friendly. I like that. I like it that you can rent a bike uh, if you so desire, or you can walk or jog, right? There's lots of uh, military people here, lots of families and the, the stroller mamas. I love it. I love it. People that exercise, they are happier, more friendly people. So as I was reviewing that episode, he uh, whispered to me as I was uh, wrapping up the end of it. He said, are you ready for another one? I'm like, all right, Lord, I'm ready. So the sermon for this episode is called Beauty is in the Eye of the Beholder. So the first thing that came to mind was how beautiful I think it is to get in nature. Now, some people might not prefer, like, woodsy stuff. Some people might not prefer, um, you know, the, uh, the natural things that occur if you go camping, for example, and you are huffing it and puffing it in the tent, right? Like, if you're doing, like, real camping, I'm talking real camping. Some people camp outside. They don't use any sort of tent. Yeah. Or they hook up a canopy thing to uh, trees and, and do like a floating thing. I did that once. That brought a lot of anxiety for me. A lot of anxiety. Uh, only because uh, I wasn't with the right kinds of people. They were making poor choices. But that's okay. I didn't know. And I left the situation and never returned. Uh, beauty is in the eye of beholders. Right? There are lots of stereotypes in the media for couples, right? If you're considered a famous person, I don't think I, don't think I am. I, I don't want to be a famous person. I want to be a person that is known as someone who loves people and uh, loves, loves God most, most of all and loves my family, my husband, of whom I haven't been able to see or speak to in almost a year and a half. And um, in society, I'd say Western society, and uh, a lot of a lot of nations, a lot of areas have been able to, I think, be added to what we consider Western society, whether we are aware of it or not, through the power of the internet and the uh, the. Uh, cost-effectiveness of technologies being able to be modified and 
made more affordably to lower income people all over the world. There is this, uh, I, I like it when stereotypes ring true. I think, I think that's like one of the most funniest form of comedy when it's accurate. You know, stereotypes come from somewhere. And beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Well, in society, right, in famous couples, right, famous relationships, it's always, I don't know why it is, but it's always an older man <laughs> and a young lady, right? If the guy's rich, then she's, I know you're saying it out loud, a trophy wife, right? And uh, then there is a TV series or Netflix or whatever series that came out a few years ago called <laughs> Cougars or Cougar Mom or whatever. So it was like the ladies starting to speak up about liking old, uh, younger guys that they could, you know, train up or whatever. Beauty's in the eye of the beholder. Honestly, don't think any of that is real. If it's reality TV, it's not real. All of it's staged. All of it. Every single one of them. The, uh, even the music industry. Beauty's in the eye of the beholder, right? You might think that a song is beautiful or an artist is beautiful, like beautiful spirit. They've got great talent. But the music industry, if they don't like you, boom, you get kicked out. And uh, they tried to get me to join their nasty cult. There's, there's some great musicians in the music industry, but the, a lot of them, even on the Christian side, no bueno. They, uh, they sent me a few of their members, their nasty dark group and then they profited and changed their whole all their tv shows how they operate yeah that's how powerful my vision is from the lord above to help empower people to find happiness from within one of our therapies we developed last year the person actually laughed at me challenged me after knowing full well that he was a spy to get intel off of me to then share the ideas to tv shows to to internationally Financially backed TV shows. He actually made fun of my idea and then he copied it. <laughs> and he probably got paid for it. But guess what? I married the most fierce, feared man that protects President Trump. Yeah. Most fierce man in all the world. Not just in the U.S. And his buddies are everywhere. And they've been tracing all the illegal activities of the last three years. Yeah, because they blocked me. They signed a contract. All these nasty pedophiles that abduct the, the children of the world. Can you believe World War III is, it's not about, you know, like Hitler was, you know, Germany. And that was the bad guy right in the books, right in our history books. Who knows what the truth was of what actually happened. But I do know that uh, the internment camps were real. Because my, one of my dearest friends from junior high is a granddaughter of a German internment camp survivor. So you can't erase history. You can't erase the truth. But boy, boy, are there a lot of stereotypes of uh, what beauty is. And that it's, it's in the eye of the beholder. It really is. Because these people, in the last three years, these fake people that pretended to be my friends, my associations, while, while they were just using me and my gifts when I needed help, mm -mm, they weren't there for me. And that's okay, because uh, the Lord is no respecter of man, not at all. And uh, I do my work into the Lord. I don't do my work for fame, fortune, none of that. And these, all the political leaders, all their military, they've been watching me for the last three years. And they were testing me when they first provided me protections. And I give a quote around that, because... Both political parties extremely angry at each other because of our leadership. They don't get along. It's not the first time in American history, and it's not the first time in any country where leaders weren't getting along, and then the rest of the citizens are impacted. But the man that was assigned to protect me, he knew my value right away. He desired to marry me right away because he respected women. He was raised by two good parents, and they taught him. They showed him how to respect women. And then he made decisions and grew into an adult. 
and practiced his spiritual faith system and learned other faith systems and whatnot. And I got to meet him, spend time with him. We rolled together off grid. And he had no idea who was after me. They were trying to figure it out. 100% they were trying to figure it out. The person that was after me was the people that were in my circle. <laughs> yeah. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. I'm, I've been so obedient to this calling on my life from the Lord above all lords that I actually had death threats as early as the first year of the assignment. Because spiritual warfare is real. But I didn't know, I didn't know that the top leader of, of America, well, former leader, I should say, that doesn't have respect for his wife, his former wife, because I found out she passed away. She was killed. They don't talk about that in public because that's bad PR for their political party. I am the global mental health ambassador of the world. I represent all people with depression on all political parties, even the ones that don't pick the major sides that are unique, right? I, I am, like, like Jesus said, to not show favoritism. If anybody is to show any kind of favoritism, you are to favor the poor. You are to favor the weak. You are to help those that are humble, that ask for help. And I've had to, to experience real humility, real begging, real people turning me away in America for being poor, for being poor from rich people stealing from me. Nothing is new in the world. And my husband has been, and his buddies have been tracing it all. Now, I met him in 2020, and we got married last year in March of 2022. We're 37 days away from me being reunited to him. They tried to use me as an informant, and then they tried to use my business partner and threatened her active duty status. She served over 20 years in the military, black female officer. They don't care about people of color. The leadership, not doing well right now. But that's because there's a lot of people over probably the decades in America that have been slowly bought out from overseas, that have bank accounts, that are getting paid to promise favors. Read the Mafia Democracy book. It is so flippant, well done. Oh my goodness, it's so well done. They lay it out. They lay out exactly the author, uh, Michael, I think, Frenzy? I forget his last name. Um, it just came out in, I think, 2021. So I imagine he wrote it in 2020. Right when uh, the chaos of the shutdown and the uh, stolen election was occurred. Um, now, some people agree or disagree with that. Some people are like, oh, why do you keep talking about it? But the thing is, is like, if we choose love, if we choose forgiveness, right, all the fruits of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, self-control, long-suffering, all those things, then our lives will be a lot better. If we choose to live lives of peace. Now that is the choice that my husband made last year. He asked to retire from this organization that protects all the presidents. He's been doing it, I think, his whole career. He's had a few different jobs. And that's his business. I don't talk about his business. I only share what I'm allowed to share. That the Holy Spirit allows me to. And the team allows me to say about him. I edify my husband. Even though he had to lie to my face and told me he wanted a divorce. Because they had committed treason in America. And they blocked me from making money because they, they signed contracts. And I kept moving forward. I started a nonprofit for veterans and first responders for free. I didn't keep any money. And they threatened my friend of seven years. Not a real friend. But she didn't have a good option. They threatened her active duty status. And I imagine they threatened her family as well. <laughs> Forced her to pick either me or her job, not legal, because they thought that I was for one political party instead of for the whole freaking world, for people with depression. They had limited mindsets, small penises. And a lot of them 
We're profiting off the, the children, harming the children of the world. 49% are abducted out of America, of all the kids in the world that are abducted, forced into sex slavery. They sell their organs. And at the top tier, for each of these kids, the most attractive kids to the buyers, are sold at $10 million. They forced them into fear. They were doing it on Epstein Island. Then people started speaking the truth, shooting videos. Those people, they've been slowly disappearing them over the last three years. They've been paying contractors, paid contractors, former military, I imagine, of America and all over the world. Anybody, anybody can get bought out. And it's sick and it's sad. It's the most profitable business in the world. And they targeted me because I refused to join their group multiple times. They were very direct initially when they tried to get me to join. But they were hiding what their group was. They just said the name of it. And I said, what is it that you do in your group? They said, we can't tell you. It's how secretive it was. I knew right away. I said, no, uh, thank you, but I'll pass. It sounds like a cult to me. If you want to give me some specifics, send me a link to your website. Then we'll talk. Otherwise, don't waste my time. In the beginning, in 2018, they had already accepted the payment to have me killed. So they were also trying to get me to join the group. So then I could get involved and be associated. The RICO Act states, if you are associated with people that do crimes, you are also eligible to be, um, you know, at fault for those same crimes. You have to be very careful who your associations are. And I didn't know anything about smart devices. I was a three-year-old when it came to smartphones. When the Lord assigned me this position, I'm not good with tech in my past. I've learned. I've had to learn a lot of these skills that are not naturally in my lane. But he has equipped me. He has shown favor over me because he, he put this assignment on my heart. He healed me completely of suicidal ideations in 2018. And I've just shared my story, my journey, my truth. And I've learned, I've studied, I've practiced. And then I got the help 18 months later from the security teams that protect all presidents of America. They heard about me. I don't know how it happened. I've just been obedient. It's, it happened because that was the Lord's plan. That's how it happened. He quickly elevates his children to positions of authority. He's done that my whole life. I believe because he uses our pain to project us and accelerate us in the future. So if you're listening to this and you are a survivor of childhood abuse, you might be looking back in your past and say, you know, I've been able to do some pretty incredible things when I put my mind to it. Because I think he, no, I don't think, I know he loves all of his children. And I believe the Lord sees us as children, no matter how old we get. He is our Father. He is our ultimate Father he, who loves and cares for all of us. Now, people say, well, why is there evil in the world? Why is there sin and darkness, right? Well, because He allows free will. He desires for us to worship Him first and foremost. But He is not a controlling God. He is a jealous God. So if people are harming His children for too long, then He steps in to change their behavior. He is moved by the words that we speak out loud when we ask him for help. He gives us exactly what we need. And he, even for non-communicative people, there's some that have you know, Asperger's or certain um, you know, survivors of stroke that have lost their ability to speak. He knows he can communicate through our spirits. So there's no limit to what the Lord can do for you Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. My hero of 2020, I married him last year. I spent a long time turning him down in the beginning because he was so aggressive about it in the beginning. I knew they were all testing me. And I don't like to be rushed into decisions. I make good, sound decisions after prayer. And I do what the Lord tells me to do. And I spent two months with him off-grid well the first month or so was uh, in the first safe house and then we got kicked out of our first safe house because all of us homeless people got kicked out yeah because the lady lost her job because she wasn't following the protocols and she retaliated and called corporate to get all of us homeless people in the middle of the pandemic kicked out but he didn't let that stop him from helping me because that was his assignment to protect 
Even though he was homeless, he wasn't helpless. I had no idea who his buddies were. He never told me any of them, and I didn't ask. It's none of my business. I needed housing and food. I needed a job. But there was a hit put on my life, and they knew that. They knew that because they were the ones that signed the contract to make sure they knew all the details and to make sure it looked so believable to catch it was the, I think it's the biggest sting operation in the history of the world. And I got, unfortunately, to be the target of it, but I also was the, the uh, damsel in distress, if you will. They picked me. All the security teams picked me as the winner for this Global Mental Health Ambassador Contest. And they couldn't tell anybody because they had to make sure that it looked fair. And when I started telling the truth after I got off grid, they were still blocking my messages from being able to be seen on social media at all. Anytime I said something that was inappropriate, they'd turn off my access to any social media account. They would hack into my emails and they would just turn it off so I couldn't even log into my own devices. So I stopped trying to do my business all two of my businesses and then I launched the third one but he had told me that he said if the tech doesn't work just trust it and do something else so I had to learn to not be on my tech all the time I had to learn to trust in the Lord's timing and to listen to really listen to his purpose for me because I had rushed everything myself in the first 18 months and I had gotten a hit put on my life from the richest of the richest people in the world that tried to get me to join their cult. And then I pissed them off. So I married the most fierce man that protected me from all of these people because he asked me to and I had fallen in love with him. We did the right thing. We waited. And people didn't like who I married for whatever reason. Because, well, many of them were profiting off of me. And they lost all their rights to steal from me when I married him. Because he was in the know. He knew about their contract. He knew it. So, they couldn't do it anymore. So what did they do? They, found, they made a new plan. Alright, well, if he's no longer helping us with this plan of committing these crimes, then, uh, I guess... He's no longer in the circle. We'll just end both their lives. Yeah, that's our leadership right now. Well, that was our leadership that took over America. But we have the best security teams that break rules when it goes against their value system. And a majority of People in America believe in the freedoms that we have. Regardless of your faith system, there is no law that states you can harm children and get away with it and profit off of it. It's illegal, and people know that it's wrong. That's why they're doing it in private, and that's why they're covering it up in the media. He's got the whole world in his hands. He is the father of all of us. He knows all, sees all, is above all. And it took me a long time to, to stop concerning myself on the thoughts of what other people would think about me marrying this man. Because I didn't want people to think I'm a gold digger. I didn't want people to assume that I was marrying him for access to power and connections. When I finally said, you know what? He has been kind to me. He has been nice to me. He has protected me and covered me, and he's never tried to force me to marry him. After I told him, I said, I don't like people trying to rush me into decisions. He backed off. And he separated from me. He didn't communicate with me for like eight or nine months. And then he reconnected to me. He allowed me to date other people. And, uh, well, not like he was controlling me, but I'm saying he gave me the space to try and date other people. Losers. Bunch of losers. I actually dated someone that was from the mafia, actually, in Chicago. Yeah. He had uh, helped when I was staying. His family was in the mafia, he said. I don't think he was very high up, though. I don't know. He was a loser. Um, he, I should say, that's not very kind. 
he didn't treat me at the level of respect that I desired to be treated. And that's why he's an ex, right? I didn't date him that long. He helped move when I was staying with my former business partner, nonprofit business partner, and we had to move houses because these a-holes in this contest, they have purchased a lot of the addresses that I lived at to force me to move. Yeah, or bribed people to sell their houses. So then, because I'm not a homeowner, so then I'd have to move to try and distract me from winning this contest. It's been the worst three years ever. But it's also been eye-opening to everybody and myself. So I wouldn't trade it for the world. Then I dated this guy for a little bit. I don't even remember his name. But he supposedly was, I think his dad was in the mafia or something like that. It was first responder out of Chicago. I was like, oh, okay. He might have been a plant. Who knows? There's so many weirdos that sent in my direction, but he was a veteran, so I gave him a shot. You know, it didn't work out, though. It didn't work out. I married the best, most fierce man in the world last year, and uh, it's been really difficult. It's been really difficult to process the last year and a half so much disrespect in my own nation when I've added so much value and people have profited off of it stolen from me blocked me from making money stealing all the freedoms that I'm supposed to have but it is what it is and uh, the <laughs> I love the sound of little kids oh my gosh uh, no one told me about a contract no one told me the Lord reveals things to me and my hero of 2020 that became my husband last year told me that I would be a good spy. He said, I, there's a lot of women that are successful spies for their nation. He was talking about the, uh, there's, I forget the name of it, but the, the ones from uh, Israel. He said, those are the bad ones, like real bad isn't good, like they're so smart. I was like, really? I forget the name of them. What, is, what do you call them? And there's, like, uh, the KGB, you know. Like, I watched so many spy movies growing up. Like, I love the action and stuff. Um, I can't watch too much uh, horror, though. I used to when I was younger. But it just it, it impacts my spirit. And I, I've been more cognizant of what I allow into my mind. And uh, he told me I'd be a good spy. Not realizing that they were already using me as one. <laughs> and not paying me. So they're going to be paying my husband and me a lot. Of money and uh, we don't desire to keep keep it he taught me how to be content I, I thought that I had a level of contentment and I mean to a certain degree I did but he taught me how to raise my bar to the next level I mean we're talking when we were together for two months he had the same outfit every day you got to think about how did he clean his clothes one morning he's washing his shirt in the sink of the motel and I says to him what you doing? And he's like, I'm cleaning my clothes. I said, hey, I noticed you have the same shirt on every day. He goes, you finally noticed that, huh? I was like, well, I guess I wasn't really um, paying attention to that kind of a detail. I hadn't been a detailed person before I met him. He trained me how to open my eyes to get more detailed. That's what first responders do. That's what veterans do. They're so good. They, tra- they gave me the best training in the world. And um, I asked him about it. I said, yeah, why do you have the same outfit? Like, do you have other clothes or can we go shopping for you? And he started laughing. He goes, I've simplified my life. I said, what? He goes, I've simplified my life. For it says in the scriptures that the last will be first, the first will be last. If we humble ourselves before him, he is faithful to take care of and supply all of our needs. And I said, so do you have other clothing? He says, I do. I do, but I've been assigned to protect you. And right now, we're going with the flow every day. He said, I got people that are watching you from all over the world protecting you. So I can wash my clothes in the sink. I've learned, I've trained myself to live with less so that I can quickly leave in a moment's notice if we need to, to keep you alive. You are my assignment. I was like, wow, that's incredible. 
so then I started, you know, raising my standard. I'm like, okay, well, I'm the snack lady. How about, so I knew we had round the clock protections that would, uh, someone was, different people were assigned. I never met any of them. And he said, you're not allowed to see them, but they are watching out for you. And uh, I said, okay. And uh, I was like, well, do they need food? Like, we could get them snacks. He's like, <laughs> he's like, you're, you'd be great to work with children. Aaron, you'd be great. These, these, men, these men are warriors. These men and women are warriors. They don't need snacks. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. But he loved my soft spirit. He could see that I was full of love because I chose to be. I chose to be. And sometimes I'd be cranky with them because they were testing me to see. They were trying to see what would set me off. Because I had huge, I mean, we're talking huge, three huge business opportunities hit me all at once, all three. And I wasn't sure which of the three I was going to make. And then I, I must have upset somebody in, in this rich group that they said, nope, it's time to kill her. And they tried to do it. And uh, he said, you have to pay attention to where all the money in the world is. If you have big opportunities to do big financial things that it could cost you your life. Have you thought about the fact that if you win this title, this contest that you've been a part of, or that you just joined, what will happen as soon as you win? He said, I've protected like senators or whatever, different people. And he said, they've been killed just for their titles, their positions. Are you prepared to die for your position? Because if you get on camera, if you are in a position of authority, you put yourself at risk. And I was like, you know, I hear what you're saying, but this is something that the Lord assigned to me. I have to be obedient to it. And if I die, then I die. Then I've lived the life that I'm supposed to live. None of us are guaranteed a, num a certain number of days. My level of faith and my confidence in this calling from the Lord opened up his eyes to believe in my story. And then he started asking more details about this calling, this vision. And they decided, I know they did, they decided to pray on it and to test me, and to, and to pay attention, and just let me be myself. And after the assignment was done, of him protecting me, he tried to get me to marry him right away. He tried to get me to stop doing the uh, pursuing of my business right away because he knew they had all signed the contract to block me anyway and to steal from me, so he didn't want them to steal from me. But this calling was so strong on my life and he wasn't allowed to tell me anything about the contract. He wasn't allowed to tell me. Both political parties wanted to use me for their gain to gain presidency. He allowed me to be myself. He, uh, he had released me um, to be free. He was a butthead about it, but he had to be. He had to be because he, he knew that he was going to be my husband one day. But he was frustrated because I didn't see it then. I know it. I know that's why he was being mean to me. That's what men do. Even boys, right? They pull your hair in elementary school when they have crushes on you. It's, nothing is different in the world. They just get a little more poopy when they're older. But he wasn't too bad. We reconnected and we decided to do the thing. And we got married, and it was, a, it was a humble marriage. It was a humble wedding, I should say. We got married to very, just the two of us, and the witness, right, the person that signed the legal documents. It was very private and intimate. And uh, he took me to a pretty special place. I think I posted some photos about it, of where the area of which we got married. And he wasn't allowed to be in any of the photos. I wasn't allowed to share any of my wedding photos because of the assignment that he was called to, to be in the shadows. That's the government contract he signed. He's not allowed to be seen. It's been very difficult to even talk about anything with anybody because of my choice of who I married, but I made a very good decision. I don't have any regrets. Other people were a-holes. He asked me, are you sure you want to marry me? Are you sure? 
I knew that the rest of my life I would be protected and covered because the Lord told me that I would marry someone that year. And he brought it up again. He said, I still got this uh, retirement. I'm on, I don't know when I'm going to die, but i got to be married to a wife for two years. I said, I am not after your money. Let's sign a prenup, but let's get married. I want to make sure you're taken care of because I honestly did care about him. We had fed the homeless in Chattanooga, just, just outside of Chattanooga, Tennessee. He took me to where people are sleeping in the woods in America. I met real people. We fed real people, 50 families. I, I spent money on my credit card because I reached out. I was invited to this private prayer group, supposedly the richest people in the world on LinkedIn, 10,000 people that Tony Robbins and Joel Osteen financially support. They are the heads. They have other people that run it, but their heads, I told them, you need to inspect your organization because they chose to not help me to waste my time. I said, you said the focus is on feeding the poor. I need money to feed the poor. They didn't, nobody helped us except for my local food bank and thanks to the power of my credit card, some cash flow. I was obedient to the Lord and got uh, dog food, baby formula. There was pregnant ladies in America sleeping outside, no power, no electric, literally making their own tents and towns because of how impoverished we are as a society. And one of them, I shared this before on the show, but I'm going to share it again. One of them was a, a woman, I think maybe in her 40s, and uh, she said, I wish that people wouldn't judge us for being druggies and thieves. She said, I had a house with my husband. He died suddenly and I missed two house mortgage payments. She owned a house. She couldn't afford the bills when he died. And she had a daycare business of 12 years. She lost all her income and her housing overnight and she was on a wait list because she didn't have any of her own children for two years. And I knew she was telling the truth because I had to get on the wait list myself after after he and I, um, he had first protected me and kicked me out of his place. I was on a wait list for two years because I chose to be a responsible female adult and not have children. That's how bad our economy is in the U.S. and people assume the worst in poor people. They assume, why don't you just go get a job? You can't get a job unless you have an address. Housing first, that's what my uh, friend from junior high that moved to our junior high my ninth grade year that's on our board, Annalise. She said housing works first. She has her, uh, I know she was working on her PhD. I think she finished her schooling. Very smart, very highly intelligent. She's the granddaughter of a German internment camp survivor. Her grandmother was seven years old, on the list multiple times to be killed. And for whatever reason, the soldiers decided to cross her name off and made it look like she had been killed. Her grandmother survived being in an internment camp from Hitler. He was killing his own people. Same as what many of these leaders chose to do for this pandemic all over the world. And uh, I believe he spared her grandmother's life so that she could help advise me and counsel me and she's a huge democratic voter but she's got some huge concerns about what's going on in America and she's trying her best to um, help out in her community while being an outstanding parent and I haven't been able to visit with her other than just phone calls because they've blocked me from making money to do anything recreational in the last three years because this has been this has been a very big test for me for three years to see if I really am the chosen one I am. I don't pick political sides. I, I was forced to when they tried to kill me last year when I married the top security man of Trump's team and he never even told me who he worked for. I figured it out. He told me I was going to be a good spy. All political parties have poison and evil in America on their team and Trump is going to drain the nastiness out, drain the evil people that are profiting off the children of the world. So watch your backs if you're involved in that organization. We do not associate with any child abusers. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. I married the most handsome, smart, 
kind, generous, strategic man. He was homeless because he had given, he had chosen to give his home away to a family with five children sleeping outside in America. He had such a big house for himself. He was so tired of all these rich people that he was protecting his whole career that weren't giving up their wealth. So he decided to be the ultimate role model example of it because he worships the Father first and the Father leads his life. So he was on a three-year wait list because that's how difficult it is for men. And there were so many people that judged us. So many people that were jealous of our love. They wish they had this love. They wish they had a wife that would be loyal even when he kicked her ass out. I lost my bed. I lost all my boxes, memories of my family belongings. And I'm choosing to love him. I'm choosing to forgive him. Because he didn't have a good option. They threatened our family. I'm a veteran spouse. 37 days before that meeting where we're going to look at all the faces of the people that received payments to have me killed and damage my reputation and we're going to forgive them. We're going to forgive all the people and the ones that weren't involved we're all going to sign a contract of accountability peace treaty in America. That's what's going to happen. It's been a sucky three year battle but when you're put in a position, when you have a big responsibility assigned from the Lord, He doesn't just hand it to you, He trains you. He sends you the best trainers to provide you the best perspectives and to also test you to make sure that you aren't put in a position where He can't allow you to be successful. The Lord doesn't give us any more than we can handle. That's why the three years have been so sucky for me because he's been training me up. He's been training me up in every single facet of my life because I choose love and uh, beauty. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. These people that drink the blood of these children, 10 million a pop at the top level, they drink it so they can stay looking younger. It's a vanity thing. But as soon as you find out who's involved, aren't you going to see them as being really ugly? I know I am. They get the chance to repent to the Father, but if they are caught in the act, the Father said they will be killed. Crimes against children are not forgivable. That's military law. Treason. Treason is instant death, but we don't desire for all these military people that were forced from a bad leader to be killed if they repent of their ways to the Father. We are willing to show mercy. That meeting will take place. I do get my husband back. I do win all these titles. This ridiculous contest that people took way too far. And we're not going to speak on it again unless, unless our leaders in our nation say, yes, we'd like you to talk about it because I have a book. Yeah, I wrote my autobiography in this quiet season of mine. I don't have an off switch. The Lord told me to work on positive things. And we've got a contract with TBN, Trinity Broadcasting Network, the largest television network in the world. They service 2 billion households worldwide, and they want exclusive rights to my story to advertise it all around the world. Biden and your team, do you want to be known as the villain in this story? Or are you going to tighten up your ship? and choose to make peace. It's time to drop the charges against President Trump. I could take your whole team down. And my evidence has already been mailed to the news reporters. So if that meeting doesn't take place, they have my permission to release it. If I don't win these titles, they have my permission to release it. 
you provided me the best security detail training by forcing me into fear, trying to use me as a spy. But what you didn't plan on was me marrying the man that you were trying to commit treason on. And uh, you've been trying to cover up all of the truth. The Lord doesn't like liars or deceivers. And he loves. He loves his children. He loves to allow for the underdogs to win unexpectedly. I have won. And it's not just me. We have won. All the people with depression in the world. We're going to be changing the course of history. How people with depression are treated in the world. I've developed 51 alternative therapies thus far. In my lifetime, I imagine there will be more. We will get them white paper researched. Uh, Multiple, multiple products and services will be released in my lifetime. And by my 40th birthday forward, my husband and I will be living off of 10% and giving 90% of our income away to the poor. So if people continue to block me from making money, then you're blocking me from helping 1.56 billion people that I represent in the world. The choice is yours. But I am 100% confident that my warriors of light, the true warriors of all political parties, security teams that chose to protect me, are not going to let you do that. Because now it's impacting their potential bank accounts. Yeah with him what's in it for me the Lord uses all my sales training marketing training business training all everything he uses it all to help me be a better person to help more people because I choose love and we encourage you to do that as well can't wait to see my husband I can't wait I can't wait to meet all these people and show the forgiveness of the father I can't wait I know there's healing because as I talk about it more, I'm not yelling as much. I'm not cursing as much. So I know he's healing me each time I share the story. And uh, my husband thought that I was beautiful. He saw my spirit. He saw me in my worst, in my absolute worst humiliating state. And he chose to love me with the love of Jesus Christ and help me. He actually sold his motorcycle so that I would have cash if I needed help. I, I didn't, he told me that. I never asked him for help because for me, asking for help is really difficult. So it's been really difficult the last three years getting brave enough to ask for help and people have been blocked from helping me on purpose. So I've had to learn to figure things out myself and to keep asking for help but to only ask certain people that I can trust. And a lot of people have been cut out of the circle that chose to not help me it is what it is big assignment big level of responsibility and some people were feared out of helping me right they were threatened or me just telling the truth of the death threats right makes people not want to get involved understandably so there's casualties in war and the earth has been at war since the beginning of time spiritual warfare is real People die every single day. I want to be known as someone that lived and chose love. So if you desire to have an outstanding life, I'm talking roller coaster of emotions life where the Lord can use you in incredible ways to direct your path of destiny. It's a free gift. You can connect with Him directly. I'm giving you a call to action now if you're not sure if you're connected to him. Repeat after me. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this gift of salvation. I can't earn it or buy it. You give it freely to those who believe in you and your son, Jesus Christ. Father, I make mistakes, but I don't desire to. Please come into my heart and never leave my side. I pray this in your heavenly name. Amen. If you just prayed that prayer for the first time, we want to welcome you to the family. Whoop, whoop. I just got done walking in the heat. 
Um, it is a little bit shadier and uh, covered under trees, so do recommend that if you've got the asthma like I do. I'm trying to train my lungs because uh, it can actually decrease the se severity of asthma attacks, uh, both how severe they are as well as the number of attacks. I did my research in graduate school um, and I created five songs and dances that these a-holes tried to steal from me in the last three years. They tried to force bully my, my brother to erase the uh, musical records because he did the production of it and then they tried to steal, they actually did steal for a long time, my physical notes and then they brought it back and broke into my place. To return it it's been su such so many weirdos but uh we're not gonna condemn them we're gonna forgive them and say thank you for returning my belongings it's been it's been nuts absolute nuts the last three years of this contest and we're 37 days out i can't wait to see my husband again i can't wait to have signed contracts and to never be broke again and to be able to help all these people the poor people that i've desired to help you can't help as many people when you're broke. So I can't wait to help more people because I'm going to be rich. I was already rich in the spirit. But man, am I going to be rich. And uh, the Lord will continue to bless me with new ideas. I know it. I know it because he gives me new ideas all the time. All the time. I can't wait. All right. Anything else, Father? Okay. He says to please pray. For my family. They are on the attack. It's going to get worse for the next 37 days. Please pray for protection for my family. Please pray for peace for my family. For safety on the road for my family. Every single one of my family members. These people have power and access to all of my connections. Because they illegally hacked into all of my devices. And tried to cause division in my family in 2020. To get me to quit the contest. To be afraid and they've been testing me for three years I know how to spot it right away I didn't know they would affect and impact my family as well though which has been very frustrating because this is a decision that the Lord assigned to me um, so please pray pray for protection of my family and uh, I pretty much don't I don't make new connections to people it's very difficult for me to because I know the contract isn't signed yet and so then their technologies might get compromised because of it um, it's not my fault. These people are doing it on purpose, and they're going to be paying $30,000 minimum to each of my associations that they illegally hack into. So we're just tallying it up, and I tell people, report it to the IC3.gov website. That's the FBI's cybercrime website. IC3.gov. If you suspect you've been hacked into and you live in the United States, report the crimes. It's time for the FBI to start handling their jobs. There's been so many cyber crimes, though, I imagine, because of all the people getting paid out in the government. So we're going to be removing the swamp. I can't wait. Anything else, Father? He says, sing it with some excellence. Don't forget to tell someone you love them today. And we'll see you next time.